There's nothing like that real maple flavor of log cabin syrup to bring out the extra goodness of French toast or your favorite pudding. That's why folks buy more log cabin than all other maple blended syrups put together. So get log cabin syrup in the big family size bottle. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to play marbles, hear about some sweet mamas, visit some log cabins, do some dancing and get all bohemian. I don't even know what that means. Last week, longtime listener Rich in Illinois wrote to say that he happened to watch the 1936 Laurel and Hardy feature film The Bohemian Girl and enjoyed hearing Julie Bishop sing I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls. Actually, the singing was by Rosina Lawrence and dubbed into the film, but Rich pointed out that I've never played any of the many recordings of the song, and suggested that it be included in a set about marbles. Now, I've been accused more than once of having lost my marbles, but I do have some rapidly rotating records about marble and marbles, beginning with Elizabeth Wheeler.
African-American blues singer Georgia White, December 7, 1936, with Marble Stone Blues. Accompanying Georgia White were Richard M. Jones on piano, John Lindsay on bass, and Ike Robinson, known as Banjo Ike Robinson, in this case on guitar. Marble Stone Blues was written by the uncrowned queen of the blues, Ida Cox, who recorded it for Paramount in 1928. I last played Marbles by Herman Waldman and his orchestra in 2015, but before Stone Marble Blues, you heard a new and much better transfer of that Brunswick 78 made in Dallas, Texas around November 1st, 1929. Before that, a souped-up version of I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls, simply titled Marble Halls, performed by Francis Craig and his orchestra, playing Francis Craig's arrangement. That Columbia recording was made in Atlanta, Georgia on January 27, 1925, and may have gone unissued. We started off this marble set with one of the first recordings of I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls by Elizabeth Wheeler from Victor 16398, recorded July 15, 1909. The orchestra was conducted by Rosario Bordon. I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls is an aria from The Bohemian Girl, an 1843 opera by Michael William Balfe, with lyrics by Alfred Bunn. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. One of the records I had picked out for last week's Make It So segment I didn't have time to play. So here it is to start off a set of rapidly rotating records about sweet mamas. Mm-hmm. 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 
I don't blame every man that is in this land Living easy when he can Now when he's walking around with a tongue down head Go to work with a willing hand Now he never gets the idea in his head That all his days be bright When his money runs low He's got no place to go Go to work with all his might After a while you hear him say When he gets three meals every day If you see your cage, make it easy Get your job and go to work Don't be hanging around and carrying that Miss your meals when raggedy shake Said when you're missing your meals and you're missing your bed We'll get beat to moan you then Kill you dead Still can't make it easy Get your job and go to way Child names, you got the cutest name of them all. I want to call you sweet mama. You're like a mama to me. Ever since I met you, I've been calling you baby. Now, don't you think it's proper for you to call me papa? I always want you to be near me. You made a hit with me, dearie. Maybe pretty baby, that's a pretty name. You're a pretty baby, dear, but just the same. I want to call you sweet mama, cause you're just like a mama to me. Yeah, man. 
little fiddle of yours. Hey, I just want to call you sweet mama. You're like a mama to me. Ever since I met you, I've been calling you baby. Now, don't you think it's proper for you to call me papa? I always want you to be near me. You made a hit with me, dearie. Maybe pretty baby, that's a pretty name. You're a pretty baby, dear, but just the same. I want to call you sweet mama, cause you're just like a mama to me. American classic blues singer Sarah Martin, billed as the famous Monan Mama and the colored Sophie Tucker, with You Got Everything a Sweet Mama Needs But Me, 
written by Lem Fowler. Sarah Martin was one of the most recorded classic blues singers and was accompanied on that December 1, 1922 OK 78 by Fats Waller, credited on the label as T. Waller. Before Sarah Martin, Cliff Edwards, a.k.a. Ukulele Ike, with his own composition, I Want to Call You Sweet Mama, a fine example of his improvisational singing style he called Effin. That October 26, 1933 recording was issued on both Vocalion and Brunswick. We started the set with If You Can't Make It Easy, Sweet Mama, by the Dixieland Jug Blowers. Prince Levon wrote it and sang it on that June 7, 1927 Victor recording. The Old Hat CD, whence that recording comes, says the title is If You Can't Make It Easy, Sweet Mama, and that it's from a test pressing. But there's a photograph of the label of that recording on Victor 20770, which shows the title as If You Can't Make It Easy, Get a Job and Go to Work. So, take your pick. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Every once in a while, I'll mention a historic hotel or other landmark or venue and note whether or not it's still in existence. Well, there's a two-story brick building in downtown Atlanta, Georgia from 1920, which is still with us right now, but may not be for long. There's an online petition at change.org asking to save the building at 152 Nassau Street in Atlanta from demolition in order to make way for a 21-story Margaritaville Vacation Club Hotel. So, what's the significance of the older, smaller building? Well, the first music recording sessions in the South were held there. In June of 1923, Ralph Peer and engineers from OK Records traveled from New York to Atlanta to record Southern musicians, both black and white, on location. These recordings predate other famous field recordings made in New Orleans in 1924, Memphis and Bristol, Tennessee in 1927, and Nashville, Tennessee in 1928. Sessions recorded in the Nassau Street Building included Lucille Bogan, Fannie Mae Goosby, Eddie Haywood, local jazz bands, and the Morehouse College Quartet. The building is widely regarded as the birthplace of country music because of the following record, which was made there on June 19, 1923, and which starts off a log cabin set. Now I roll. 
king in the gang. But the only friend that's left there is that good old dog of mine. And the little old old dabbing in the lane. The gym falling down and the roof all caved in. Left in the sunshine and the rain. But the angels watched over me when I lay down to sleep in my little old old cabin in the Thank you. 
We started off that log cabin set with The Little Old Log Cabin in the Lane, written in 1871 by Will S. Hayes as a minstrel song. There were lots of recordings of it made around the turn of the century, including a 7-inch Berliner disc made in early 1899. The really depressing lyrics have an elderly man telling about passing his final years in an old broken-down log cabin. We heard Fiddlin' John Carson's June 19, 1923 recording made in Atlanta, Georgia by an OK Field recording unit 
in the building which still stands, for the moment, at 152 Nassau Street. OK Record producer Ralph Peer called the result of the recording pluperfect awful. I'm inclined to agree, but you can't argue with success, as the original 500 copies that were pressed quickly sold out and prompted a second pressing. You can read all about the history of the Nassau Street Building and sign the petition to preserve it, if you're so inclined, at the website historicatlanta.org. Next was Clarence Williams' Washboard 5 with Log Cabin Blues, another OK record, this one made in their New York studio on April 18, 1928. Log Cabin Blues was written by Tom Delaney. He was born September 14, 1889, and I have a feeling he's going to have his very own birthday segment on the September 15th show. We finished up with Little Log Cabin of Dreams, written by James F. Hanley. That March 19, 1928 Columbia recording made in Chicago was by Gerald Marks and his Hotel Teller Orchestra. And speaking of buildings which may or may not still be standing, there's a very detailed and interesting history of Detroit's Hotel Teller at the website historicdetroit.org. Uh, spoiler alert, the Hotel Teller is no longer with us. I'm the still-with-us Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. As you know, I'm a fan of words and have mentioned the Facebook page Grandiloquent Word of the Day more than once. Last week, one of the day's words was Terpsichorean, which as an adjective means of or relating to dancing, and as a noun means a dancer, but which of course always reminds me of the Monty Python cheese shop sketch. Although you would uh, come to complain about the bazooki player, though. Oh, I'm <laughs> So, as one who also delights in all manifestations of the Terpsichorean muse, here's a set of Terpsichorean tunes, beginning with Mike Bernard.
hey, can I have this dance? I'm gonna dance with the guy what sprung me. You're no gentleman. I'm very strict with etiquette. Some things I won't allow, boy. Know all my P's and Q's. I'll bet you're just a drugstore cowboy. So take your hand right off my arm. To me, you're just a false alarm. Go take the air. Say, can't you see? I'm gonna dance with a guy what brung me. to learn to tap dance. First, the waltz clog. Now you notice, the waltz clog is a type of dance that many years ago, afraid we read, they had crazy. The Alley Forbes said they come back to the wall. The times of little kids, right up to the time of the race, we have a little really straightening. Now we propose to do the dance with your right foot forward, your back foot into the feet, and bring up all the races on the weight when it drops down the cabasil of Stiflem, and let the cause the street read who called. Now, we could for phrases. There's no use in putting the right foot forward or the bed back and getting yourself all the green, because what have you got? Piston rods. So I say that the type of dancing today that'll bring in the force of speed is a cald, sir, ging. And then we'd to get myself up with the old trust. So, oh, pardon me for caldery, but here's a tennis. Then the soft shoe. Ah, there's a great dance, the soft shoe dance. Now, many years ago, a fellow named Celeron Decided to Katie for us in, it was snowing. He walked out in the cave and he bring himself back to read. And he said, well, I'm going into a place and open the, close that door. Well, he prayed this window myself and I was up. But he went in his dancing and bring out all the type of phrases to all. See? So when you're out with a girl and you put your arms, don't just ha uh, leave her, f uh, if you put your, f oh. Then we know that that type of, uh, who's the house detective? Get her out of there. 
We can't go in and find out things when they're coming over. So it's the tech. What is dancing? Dancing could be, we of the old, uh, I didn't have to prove. We know that there's a chair, and then there's someone comes in, and who's upstairs? Do they think that they're going to, what? Hmm? Well, then I figure that dancing is the type that we should use. Your weight doesn't pull down. Lift yourself, if, even if you're sitting in the theater watching some of the great, the ballet dancers aren't, they're, they're in the, who's in the garden? Does she know where the, the uh, picker, uh, then they are, they're off. I'm, I'm, who does your laundry? We don't know whether, I figure that dancing, if they, pick up your feet in the aisles. I always had this, who's in the, in the, are you in the seat? Don't let anyone stand. I know that I'm, uh, because it's, ah, another type of dancing. A casserole of the kingdom. It's what they call the time step. Pardon me, I, I guess I must have sat a quarter of a kettle stood. It was just a pain. Not a boat, but a stop. Now, I'm awful sorry, faded boys, if they say so. Any more, anybody just tell it. Any more, it's not a bit. It's a comma. And they'll do it to you, too. In the 1930s, double-talk artists enjoyed a brief craze here in the U.S. and included comedians Jackie Gleason, Al Kelly, Sid Caesar, and Cliff Nazaro, who we just heard with How to Learn to Tap Dance from September 18, 1939. Another of his double-talk recordings is News of the World, which he made in 1942. Billboard's review of that record said Cliff is a double-talk expert par excellence, and for his commentations on the A-side, he flashes out an adroit satire on the famous news lads. But Nazaro, born January 31, 1904, was also a serious vocalist and made records under his own name and with Roan's Pennsylvanians. He was also a serious actor, making the first of his 45 films in 1930. Cliff Nazaro died February 18, 1961, and is buried in Valhalla Memorial Park in North Hollywood, California. Before Cliff Nazaro, it was Harry Reeser's Six Jumping Jacks with the unmistakable voice of Tom Stacks with I'm Gonna Dance with the Guy What Brung Me, composed by Harry Archer with the lyrics by Walter O'Keefe. That Brunswick 78, number 3623, was made August 12, 1927, and was also issued in the UK, Australia, and as an instrumental in Germany. We started that Terpsichorean set with a piano solo by Mike Bernard on December 2, 1912, titled Maori, a Samoan dance, written by Will H. Tyres. The Rapidly Rotating Records request line is now open. In addition to cards or letters, email or posts to our Facebook page or website, you can also now call to make requests for a particular song, artist, or segment topic, leave feedback about the show, ask questions or comment on the music, or just to say hi to let me know you're out there listening. The number is easy to remember. It's 1234-PLAY78. That's 1234-PLAY78. Or for the alphabetically challenged, one two three four seven five two nine seven eight seven. It's available twenty four seven. But right before, during, and just after the Sunday night broadcast on KISL, I'll do my best to personally answer your call. That's one two three four play seventy eight. We started the show with I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls from The Bohemian Girl, 
So for this final segment of the show, we're going to take a musical trip to Bohemia. Here's Sidney Kite and his Piccadilly Hotel Band.
we started off that Bohemian set with Sidney Kite and his Piccadilly Hotel band who were in an old Bohemian town. Old Bohemian Town was written by Jimmy Kennedy and Andrew Marsden. Jimmy Kennedy was born July 20, 1902, and how he was not in the birthday database is beyond me. But he is now, and he might just get a belated birthday tribute here soon. Kennedy wrote hundreds of songs, but the only other credit I could find for Andrew Marsden was for a song called Made of Brazil in 1938. The vocalist on that March 7, 1935 Pan Accord 78 was Norman Phillips. Old Bohemian Town was followed by Gunnar Boberg, playing his own composition, Bohemian Shimmy. I wish that record were in better shape, but it is approaching 100 years old, having been recorded in 1922. Gunnar Boberg was born in 1890 and was a very popular Swedish composer, arranger, and pianist. During the 20s, he was one of the most recorded Swedish band leaders with about 150 recordings on the Echophone label as Gunnar Boberg's dance orchestra, Stockholm. The recordings were most likely made in Germany, and in Stockholm, Boberg usually appeared with a trio or as a duet pianist. Most of his compositions are waltzes, one-steps, including one titled Texas, and foxtrots. Gunnar Boberg died in 1949. We finished up with a Grey Gull recording made in November of 1929 of Porter Granger's tune in Harlem's Araby. So what does that have to do with Bohemia? Well, on the Grey Gull label, the band is identified as the Memphis Jazzers and may include Porter Granger on piano. But on the Metropole label, however, the band is credited as the Bohemian Dance Orchestra. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>